0: The service for All Saints Day, November 1st, 2020. The opening hymn is TLH 470, Rise Again, Ye Lionhearted.
1: The men by fear unshaken, facing danger dauntlessly, these no witting lust hath taken, lust that lures to vanity, meet the roar and rattle of tumultuous battle desire they soar above all that earth would have them love great of heart they know no turning on earth gold they laugh to scorn quench desires within them burning I know they Door. Mid the lions roaring, songs of praise outpouring. Joyously they take their stand on the arena's bloody sand. Would to God that I might even As the martyred saints of old With the helping hand of heaven Steadfast and in battle bold O my God, I pray thee In the combat stay me Grant that I may ever be Loyal, staunch, and true to Thee. Amen.
0: We follow the service of prayer and preaching found in LSB, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, The name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In place of the Old Testament canticle, we sing hymn 676, Behold a Host Arrayed in White.
1: shame. They now serve God both day and night. They sing their songs in endless light. Their anthems ring as they all sing, with angels shout. Despised and scorned, they sojourned here. But now, how glorious they appear! Those martyrs stand, a priestly bend, God's throne. Wiped away their tears Transformed their strife To heavenly life And freed them from their fears They now so enjoy the Sabbath rest the heavenly banquet of the blessed. The Lamb their Lord at festive board himself is host and guest. Oh, okay. blessed Blessed saints in bright array, now safely home in endless day. Next to oh, the Lord, who with His word sustains. Deep and narrow path you trod, you toiled and sowed the word abroad. Rejoice and bring your fruits and sing before the song. O saints, sing with that happy throng. Lift up one voice, let
0: from Revelation, the 7th chapter. Then I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun with the seal of the living God. And he called out with a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm earth and sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of the sealed, a 144,000, Sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Judah were sealed. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Reuben. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Gad. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Asher. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Naphtali. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Manasseh. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Simeon. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Levi. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Issachar. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Zebulun. Twelve thousand from the tribe of Joseph. 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin were sealed. After this I looked, and behold the great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and round the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We sing hymn 673, Jerusalem, My Happy Home.
1: Jerusalem, my happy home, when shall I come to thee? When shall my sorrows have an end? I joys, when shall I see? Oh, uh-huh. trees forever more bear fruit and ever do spring there ever more the angels dwell and ever more do sing apostles it's there around my Savior stand, and soon my friends in Christ below will join the glorious band. O oh Christ, do the
0: And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Alleluia. A reading from Matthew, the fifth chapter. Seeing the crowds Continue with the Common Responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this morning is from our second reading, 1 John 3. What does it mean to be a child? Ask the world and you will get all sorts of answers. There is talk of protecting children using masks and face shields and social distancing, but not protecting their lives in the womb. We have arguments over whether parents should raise their children or if the government knows better. We are even told that children are free to grow up in this great country and are encouraged to mature into full adulthood, becoming fully participating and functioning adults in our blessed society. From a very young age, children learn to imitate the adults around them. They absorb and emulate what they see and what they hear. This is just the thing that saddens me this last year. Take a look at to whom children look. Our political leaders act like angry toddlers, our sports leaders act like spoiled buffoons, and our celebrities act like ignorant infants. I pray after Tuesday the fighting on the airwaves becomes less, but we all know no matter how the elections go, there will be more fighting and challenges and hissy fits because someone didn't get their way. While this year has seen its challenges, consider this. For the first time in a long time, this year has found many children spending much more time with their own parents. Rather than separate individuals occupying the same address, families have been forced to be families. Time has been given for parents and children to actually talk to each other and learn how to love and forgive in small spaces. Sinners were given opportunity to confess their sins to one another in their own families in order that they can be healed. The neat thing about the fourth commandment is that while it has direct instruction to children, it more importantly directs the charge given to parents. Parents stand in the place of God for a child. They don't take God's place, but they are given the authority over another human being. While they are to receive honor due to their position, they are given a great responsibility, the health of body and soul of another. While caring for the body and the soul of another, the parent is not to neglect their own body and soul. In this way, we continually are reminded that even as adults, we are constantly children. We don't do everything by ourselves. Rather, we rely on the good and gracious hand of God himself to provide. Our bodies and our souls were given to us by God, and he provides the means by which these are cared for and remain in good health. Even in the midst of pain, fear, and death, God opens his gracious hands to give good gifts to you, his children. So to whom do you look? Who do you seek to emulate? Who do you allow your children to see and hear? What do they see and hear? from you. We are more childlike than we care to admit. When things are good, we live in the moment, often forgetting the past and the future. We are so enthralled and caught up in what we are doing that we just want to stay in this moment forever. When things are not so good, we pour over thoughts of the past and long for the future. We lament and pine over the good old days when we yearn for the days that are to come. In effort to cope with the present sufferings, we look anywhere we can, bend any ear that will listen, do whatever it takes to drive away the pain. Now, this is not necessarily a bad thing. This can be very good, very healthy. After all, it can be very easy to get overwhelmed by all the pain and suffering that's a part of everyday life in this fallen and sinful world of ours. Without that vision of backwards and forwards, one can easily be consumed by the pain of the present. Depression sets in. Hope becomes fleeting, if not lost altogether. Our drive, our desire to keep pushing forward can die. Even faith can fall victim to present sufferings and tribulations. It is such a danger to the sinful human condition of all children that Jesus teaches to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. What does this mean? We pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us so that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature may not deceive us or mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Although we are attacked by these things, we pray that we may finally overcome them and win the victory. We pray that our Father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions, and reputation— And finally, when our last hour comes, give us a blessed end and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven. It was in the midst of this ever-present danger that John wrote letters to Christians under his care who were experiencing the trials, tribulations, and sufferings of being a faithful Christian in a very unfaithful and dark world. In fact, John begins this letter by immediately taking the people back to that which was from the beginning, Then he goes on to say, uh, he writes these things to the people so that they too can believe and have fellowship with him and the rest of Christians. Fellowship that will make faithful joy complete and fulfilled. Think about that. Within the first four verses, John immediately lifts the people out of their present suffering by focusing their faith on the past reality and the future joy. He reminds them of their being children in a very important family. So when we get to our text in chapter 3, we hear of how the love of the Father has made us his own children. He then points to the future joy of the resurrection, when all will be raised and all the saints will be with Christ forever. With the past and the future both clearly addressed, in the midst of the present awfulness of life, John says, Beloved, we are God's children now. Now, right now, you are God's child. It is important to rightly understand this text. John is not telling the people to simply count their blessings. He's not saying, well, things could always be worse. I've often heard this dreadful phrase, and I've often spoken it. We mean it with the best of intentions, but the words are nothing but cold, loveless death. You see, really, it's the same as saying, your suffering doesn't mean anything. Others have it worse, so stop complaining. John doesn't tell the children to stop whining. He directs them right to their current situation. He calls them back to the midst of their suffering so as to teach them how to bear their burden, how to pick up their cross and follow Jesus as fellow children under God's gracious hand. Why? Jesus is not simply one of the past. He's not just some dude who did some cool stuff and is simply recorded in the annals of history. He's also not like the American election cycle where Jesus is just some future wish, some hopeful promise of better times yet to come. He died in the past. He lives outside of time and sees all time at the same time. He comes into our time giving you himself his gifts of life, forgiveness, salvation, and eternal peace. When? Now. Right now. Through his word, you have Christ In baptism, you are joined to him. Here, he speaks, releasing you from the bondage of your sins. Here, he comes with his body and his blood, feeding his children. Here, he holds the family meeting, where he leads, he teaches, he feeds, he washes. Just like children, he does all the work and simply calls you to come sit when the food is ready. As he feeds, just like a good father, he speaks, exhorting, instructing, and comforting. Here a time is set aside for his children to speak to him, and he answers. Look, brothers and sisters, to your body and your soul, he has given himself. As a pledge, a guarantee, in the midst of your enemies of fear, turmoil, and death, you eat and drink, you proclaim the Lord's death for you. I know it's easy to forget, and how many churches bear witness to it. I mean, consider Emmanuel's children. We have 180 people who claim to be children under the roof of God's house in Grinnell. How many are here on an average Sunday? Even before the pandemic, how many children darken the doors of this house? See, God calls, the food is ready, yet there is no answer. And they sit in their rooms away from the table, slowly starving themselves from the one thing needful. As God gives his peace that passes all understanding through his own appointed means of his own word and his own sacraments. When trouble arises, our sinful nature leads us to unbelief. Well, I can't see it. I don't feel any different. So it longs for the good old days, forgetting that in the old days we just wanted them to pass just as quickly. This is one of the beautiful things of All Saints Day. Every year we read this text from 1 John. While we look to the lives of the saints in the past, and we long for the time we will join them in heaven and then in the resurrection around the throne of God for all eternity. We live right now in the present, just as they did right now as God's beloved children. This text is even more important this year in the midst of not just the pandemic, but we also live in what has been deemed as canceled culture. That is the practice of withdrawing support from a person or business after something they did or said is considered by anyone to be offensive or even somewhat objectionable. While this is considered a public practice or a new civic duty, humans have been doing this for a long time. It never ceases to amaze me how many people think of saints only in terms of the dead and faithfully departed. At times, we even use the term to refer to someone who does a kind act or displays some virtue that we want to practice. Oh, he is a saint. Or she has the patience of a saint. Then as soon as their sin comes to light, we turn right around and use it to defend our own actions. (laughs) Think about it. We refer to Peter as a saint and then quickly point out his sins, which are very clearly spoken of in the scriptures. I mean, as children, that's our way of justifying the sinner and really the sin, Well, he's not a saint. We say that about people we don't like. What do we say about those we do like? What do we say about ourselves? What childlike thinking do we turn to? Well, we may not be saints, but at least we're not like those treacherously foolish sinners either. Simply put, the way we throw around the word saint leads us to believe that the saints are only those who have died and now wait for the resurrection in heaven. But this is simply just plain wrong. Beloved, you are children of God now. You are saints now. Through faith alone, by grace alone, by Christ alone, you are saints, better yet, children, declared holy in the sight of God. Through Christ's holy life and innocent death, God declares you innocent and holy. That's what All Saints Day is about. It's about Jesus. That's why the gospel reading is the Beatitudes. They're about Christ first. And then our descriptions of your being saints as you are in Christ. This is why he says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. God's children are not tempted by the devil and attacked by the world for being good. They are tempted and attacked because they cling to Christ's righteousness alone. If you are in Christ, the world will hate you. To have God as your God, the devil will hate you. To speak God's word and confess his word as good and true as faithful children, you will get mockery and scorn from those who are not God's children. To not be in God's house. Receiving his holy and perfect gifts of word and sacrament is to be a target for the killing of your faith and your own sinful flesh will give you no rest. Are you sure you've done enough? Isn't there something else you should do? Brothers and sisters in Christ, this is precisely why John wrote what he wrote. This is why the Holy Spirit used John to record these words for us today. This is why we flee to Emmanuel, to God with Us to hear God's word, to receive absolution for our sins, to eat and drink his body and blood for life and forgiveness, and to be strengthened to live fearlessly and faithfully in our baptismal reality. We flee here to receive Christ. As we do, we feast with angels and archangels in the whole company of heaven. We don't run to heaven, we rush to his word who comes to us. As we live as children, we ever have God's only begotten Son, our brother in the flesh, Jesus Christ, who was crucified for us. As a child, we gather to be fed and nourished and strengthened. As children, we have a home, a place where love and concern is shown. If you doubt it, look at the cross. You will see the depth of Jesus' love for you. Look at the altar. You will see the meal of forgiveness laid out, given by the one who gave his life for you. Look to the font. You will see life eternal was given to you. You were washed clean. You are declared a saint. So while the world fights over what is a child and which children should be protected, you see God's love and concern for all children. He gave his life so that all from the womb to the grave, may be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. While we yearn for the past and long for the future, we have Christ and him crucified here, right now. And now, right now, you are his beloved child. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing LSB 677 for all the saints.
1: Before the world confessed Thy name, O Jesus, Be forever blessed. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thou wast there fortress and their might, the Lord their captain in the well-fought fight, thou in the darkness drear fall true and bold fight as the saints who nobly fought of old and win with them the victor's crown of gold oh communion, fellowship divine. They we feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. The warfare long Steals on the ear, The distant triumph song And hearts are brave Again and arms are strong for years cometh rest. Sweet is the calm of paradise the blessed. day, the saints triumphant rise in bright array, the King of glory passes on his way farthest coast, through gates of pearl streams, in the countless host, singing
0: Continue with prayer on page 265 in peace let us pray to the Lord Lord have mercy for the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind let us pray to the Lord Lord have mercy for the Holy Christian Church here and scattered throughout the world and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith let us pray to the Lord Lord have mercy for this nation For our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather, and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the shut-in, the sick, the dying, and for all those who care for them, especially Carmen, Susan, Joshua, Zoe, Jen, Gordon, Marvin, Keith, Marianne, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those whom God has granted another year of earthly life, especially his servants Emily, Marky, Marvin, Tim, and Roger, that God would send his holy angels to guard and keep his children, that they may thank and praise him for the gift of life and for the protection and care he has provided, that God would grant them to grow in grace, continue to know his loving kindness, abide in the confession of his care and protection, serve him faithfully all the days of their life, and finally come to the fullness of his joys in heaven. Let us pray to the Lord lord have mercy finally for these and for all our needs of body and soul let us pray to the lord lord have mercy christ have mercy lord have mercy almighty and everlasting god you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion the mystical body of your son jesus christ grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that together with them we may come to the unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen.
1: Christ has been raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Passover lamb has been sacrificed Raised from the dead, he will never die again Death has no more dominion over him Christ has been raised from the dead, hallelujah Christ dies to sin once for all, living he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, alleluia.
0: Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and Merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. Our final hymn is TLH 601, All Men Living Are But Mortal.
1: Mansomed of the Lord Therefore when my God doth choose it Willingly I'll yield my life Nor will grieve that I should lose it For with sorrows it was rife In my dear Redeemer's merit, peace hath found my troubled spirit, and in death my comfort this, Jesus, death my source of bliss. Jesus, for my sake descended, my salvation to obtain. Death and hell for me are ended, peace and hope are now my gain. Yea, with joy I leave earth's sadness, for the home of heavenly gladness, where I shall forever see God the Holy Trinity. There is joy beyond our telling, where so many saints have. Thousands, thousands there are dwelling, worshipping before the throne. There the seraphim are shining, evermore in chorus joining. Works of sacred story, and the prophets there are found. The apostles, too, in glory on twelve seats are there. In all the saints that have ascended, age on age through time extended, there in blissful concert sing, hallelujas to their King. O Jerusalem, how glorious dost thou shine, thou city fair! Lo, I hear the tones victorious, ever sweetly sounding. O oh, the bliss that there surprises, O oh, the sun of morn now rises, and the breaking day I see that shall never end for me. Yea, I see what Told me see the wondrous glory shine, feel the spotless robes enfold me, know a golden crown is mine, thus before the throne so glorious, now I stand a soul victorious gazing on that joyful I that shall never pass away.